Hey guys, and welcome to the latest episode of The Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I'm with my co-host, Adam Keller. And I've missed you on the last couple of shows because I've done the intros myself. And guys, if you are new here, this is where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it takes to build a small business into a big one. Adam, we have just finished our third Zoom panel discussion with members of the community of the Startup Diary. How do you think it has gone? Possibly possibly the best content for me that we've recorded in a very long mm-hmm. time. Um, and that's from a selfish perspective because right now, given what's going on in the world, the thing that I've learned is just surrounding myself with people that are of a like mind that just want to have positive actions and move forward that's the value that I get from our community. Uh, and I thought we had, we had this conversation and I was speaking to you last week and it was, you've come in with a different attitude this week, Adam, what's changed? Mm-hmm. And I've kind of explained, I said, well, I've spoken to these people, spoke to these people, thinking about this, got this idea from this person, watch that. And then you were like, how do we replicate this for the members of the, the community, uh, listeners of the podcast or members of uh, the business owners group on Facebook? And we said, well, let's just get some of them on a call. And we asked people to put their hands up. And we thought maybe two or three will stick their hands up. And we've had like 15 to 20 people. And we're probably going to do more of them. Um, so we've yeah, had- I, I can see this being a, a staple show. Maybe not weekly, but like a bi-weekly or a once a month, just like getting people from the community on the show. Everyone's got their own stories. Everyone's got a, like great pieces of advice to share. No brainer. 100%. Uh, one thing that I want to do... Uh, to touch on that, and we haven't discussed it, but we may as well discuss it now before we drop the show, um, is I want to bring like specific people on to touch on a very specific topic. So there's like a few members in the community that might be fantastic at marketing and automation or a couple mm-hmm. of sales guys. Uh, for me, I could imagine like a really, if, if there's members of the community right now that you class yourself as a sales professional, uh, email startupdiary at nbs.fm because I I would love to jump on a phone call with four or five of the salespeople because that would be the most ego-driven <laughs> fucking dick-swinging <laughs> podcast you've ever You'll heard. you have to edit that yourself. <laughs> uh, but to, to my point is I want to get more very specific. Like if you're making content for your business to storytell during these times, let's get four or five people that are doing that really well to share what they're doing, how they're doing it, and the success they're seeing from it and go very specific and zoom into like content, uh, sales, marketing, all these different operational parts of a business so people can listen to it and really take actionable things away from it. I'm looking forward to doing that in the future. Cool. Let's play the audio from today's conversation. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to chat through, uh, as a group, how you guys are tackling COVID and the positive things you're doing to get through this. Um, I guess for context, we've got a lot of voices on today's podcast. Uh, Can we start with a quick introduction to who you are, what you do, uh, and then we'll get into the two big questions today, which is, um, one, how has the current circumstances impacted the business? And then we'll move swiftly on uh, to what are the positive actions that you're taking or thinking about taking to build your brand, build yourself, so we all come out of this stronger. Uh, Lauren, uh, sorry, Alex, uh, we're going to stick with Lauren for the rest of the show because he's using his uh, partner's account on Zoom, uh, and that's the name that I see. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, do you want to give a quick introduction to yourself? Hi, uh, yeah, my name's Alex, um, aka Lauren. Uh, <laughs> I run a company called Lex Marquee Hire, um, and what we do, we provide uh, luxury marquees, uh, luxury toilet trailers, and wedding services um, uh, to the industry. We work for uh, private events, weddings, and um, corporate events. So, really, overnight, um, we lost all our bookings, um, which is pretty depressing. <laughs> um, the where we're quite lucky because we take deposits um most people are planning to rearrange to another date um, um which has given us the, the the well the opportunity to save uh the bookings um but at the same time it's been quite a manic few weeks trying to find new dates and move bits and pieces along um i think the biggest issue we've had um is obviously people directly affected by the lockdown so technically until the 13th of april however i can imagine it will be extended so all the bookings from late march to the whole of april really have been um uh, have been lost um some people have cancelled many have postponed um um and it's just been a case of reassuring people uh 
you know what we can do to help them and uh, you know to get through this uh, the the other issue that we're dealing with is the fear so we're getting calls from people with bookings um, in July August and September saying to us oh what are we going to do do we have to cancel and technically it's business as usual once the lockdown's finished but we're trying to be fair and understanding that people will be nervous we've got a lot of uh, people with elderly relatives that will be coming to their weddings or events so it's a case of trying to <laughs> work it in and the reality is most of them are postponing to later this year or early next year um and what we're doing i mean the effect is we we've had to furlough the staff um it, the business has pretty much stopped um on all levels other than the rearrangements um, we're trying to keep positive, keep our brand um, out there, keep posting on social media, and um, um, and, and 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 try and keep the business going. Um, it, it, you know, last few weeks I've spent a bit of time, sort of, I'm not depressed, but just sitting in Christ, what do we do? Um, and um, it, it's actually been a positive few weeks where it's given me chance to sit back and, and sort of plan for the future. So. Um, what we will probably do, we will be a smaller business at the end of this. We will downsize slightly, but that is to, to secure the future of the business um, and go back to basics. Um, we've always got our bookings through um, organically on uh, Google and from recommendations. So we got, we've gone back to those core elements of, you know, the bookings we do get, we do well. We keep that relationship um, strong. Um, and then obviously in the downtime, we're working on our SEO ranking and, um, and, and sort of working on the marketing. Um, the staffing issue has been a huge challenge with the furlough. As much as I love Martin Lewis on TV, it's not as easy as he keeps shouting about. It's actually one of the most stressful things. There's obviously a lot of costs linked to it, um, where a business has just lost all its money paying for payroll. It isn't as easy as just, just you know, it's, you know, it, it's proven to be a massive challenge and I've probably spent more time on that than anything else, but um, we're just um, keeping positive. We're speaking to our staff. We're speaking to all our clients um, and sharing as much information as we can. I can can imagine uh, the nature of your work. There's one thing dealing with it today, but like you say, when, when we're at a lockdown, I know that like the local pubs and bits like that, there's going to be one, uh, as Harry says, it's going to be mental for the people that are dying to get into local pub, but there is going to be that little bit of fear still. I'll be leading the charge. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, specifically for like what you do, I'm interested. Uh, we can come. We can come back to it later in the chat. But uh, how do you? And if uh, for the other people, uh, if they might be in a similar situation, how do you reduce the fear of your customer base to get back to trading as close to business as normal? Uh, and I guess that's a nice little segue over to yourself, Sam. Seeing that the fact that I, I know your line of work, do you want to just give a quick, quick uh, intro to how it's sort of impacting you right now and how you're thinking about it, bud? Yeah. So I run uh, two businesses at the moment, and one is a startup. It's a construction materials uh, procurement group. Uh, another is a trade business, uh, plumbing heating. Um, so as you can imagine, startup completely on hold. Uh, nothing's happening with that at all. Um, jumped straight back into the plumbing heating side of it as soon as it all happened. And within three days, the site I was working on shut down. Uh, and instantly I'm completely out of work. So I've gone fully into sort of self-improvement, home improvement mode um, until anything can get back on track. Is anything I can do to improve myself, the house, the business? Um, and that's that's kind of where I am. Uh, I've lived in Spain for a short time when I was younger, about a year or so, left fluent, haven't touched it since. So I really want to get back onto that. Uh, I've got little and on the way. Uh, he's going to be here in a few months time and I'd love to bring him up bilingual. Um, so there's that kind of thing in the back of my head. I'm also on the hook for every job around the house that I've been promising to do for the last three years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a shower cubicle in my bathroom that's been sat there for the better part of two years in a box. Uh, so all, all of those type of things. Um, as well as business side, um, with the changeover, I was I was on holiday as everything kicked off. Um, unfortunately, because of I was moving from trade business into uh, the procurement side of things, I wasn't on paper employed by anybody on the 28th of February. So I can't furlough. I didn't have a premises, so I'm not entitled to a grant. Uh, so I, I'm stuck in the, the small number of people that, doesn't really get anything. Um, so we're just having to plough through with, with deferring those mortgage payments and making sure that when 
this does all right itself, I can dive straight back into work to quickly get that all cleared off and get ourselves in a better position in three, six, nine months time. Now, like I'm, I'm interested to sort of like learn how, like there's so many things on my like to-do list, but one thing I haven't built up over time is like the, the personal things that I'd want to work on. Like for your example, being Spanish, I'm interested to sort of come back to you a bit later and work out actually how are you finding the things that you want to focus on? Um, let's move on to uh, James. Uh, yourself, mate, how's it impacting you, buddy? So, um, obviously, one rovenrugs.co.uk. And firstly, before going further, I apologise if I'm a bit unclear. I think I've actually had the virus in the last week or so. Um, very much on the men now, but still not quite there. So, apologies if I'm a bit, sound a bit stuffed up. Um, with regards to Woven as a company, we've actually had a fantastic sales period. Um, the last 14, 21 days or so, been fantastic. Um, probably slightly up on last year. Uh, last year, anyway, we're already up three times. So, you know, we're, we're, we're going from strength to strength. And I suppose being a, a company what is 100% online, selling direct to consumer, um, we're pretty lucky in the sense that, you know, we're, we're not really too much affected. Um, although we do normally work out of a warehouse, I've actually taken the, the call to close that for now. Um, there's some members of staff who didn't, who didn't feel that they were not, not safe to go in because we did put in all the measures, but with relatives and parents who perhaps were high risk, didn't feel like even working by themselves, they didn't want to go on the public transport. Well, I completely understand. So we made the call to close the warehouse and everyone worked from home for now. So a lot of our suppliers were doing drop ship now. So um, it'll get, leave our, our supply and go direct to the end customer. So we had some issues with um, returns because at the moment we can't technically accept returns. So we're extending the period of time. Uh, alongside that, we've also had a couple of suppliers where they close their doors due to the COVID virus. So there's, there's one or two issues, but overall, the, on, in the sense of sales, we've been you know, far above target for this time of year. Um, James, out of curiosity, what do you put that down to? Because I can imagine every day that you come in, if I'm in your position right now, every day I come in and I can see orders coming through, I'd probably be a little bit confused. Um, and just give me an idea of like the, the price point of the products that you guys yeah. sell. Uh, premium, budget, where does it sit? So it's, it's, a, it's a real mix. I, I think we're, we're probably towards higher end. Um, I think the lowest, lowest stuff we sell is probably 35, 40. I think the most expensive rug on our website is 8,000. So a real massive, you know, it's all over. Um, we do probably cater mostly to the mid to high end of the market though. So average basket value is 450 pound. So at the moment we're, we're drop shipping them direct from um, our suppliers in Europe. Um, there's some really big names in there as well. The likes of Ted Baker, Orla Curley, um, brands like that. So we, you know, the, the well-known names. And I think the the fact that the likes of John Lewis aren't currently opening, who do sell these brands, now they're still open, sorry, now they can still um, receive them from ourselves. And the fact also one of our two of our competitors have gone to the wall is all helpful to, to Woven as a brand in, in selling. So I think we've I think we've been very lucky in the sense of, as an online retailer with no physical presence um, that we've been able to continue as usual. There's, as it stands, there will be no need to be furloughing or um, laying off staff. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, and, and hopefully that continues. Obviously, if, if, that, if it comes to that, then we'll have to look at it again. But at the moment, there's, there's no need. So we're in a very, very lucky position. Uh, I feel you're probably benefiting of like having customers like my wife who all of a sudden just <laughs> locked in all the time with two kids just goes and starts browsing shops online. Um, what is that 8,000 pound rug? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice stuff, James. Uh, James, when we come back to yourself, Matt, I'm going to be really interested to hear how you're thinking about uh, the sort of content you can produce. Uh, if things were to slow down, how do you maintain that relationship and actually come out of this the other side? Um, but yep. before we get to the stuff that people are working on, uh, let's hear from Mr. Holiday himself. Dan? Hello, how are you? How's everything um, impacted you, buddy? So, as I mentioned before we went live, um, I came back from France as patient pre-150 um, and spent 
AKA zero. AKA zero. It's got to be my fault. It's everything's my fault. Um, but effectively spent nine days in bed before everything hit the fan. So I was in lockdown and my entire house was in lockdown on NHS advice um, about a week before they announced the lockdown, um, which meant that I effectively wasn't fit enough to do any work at all the week that I was in bed. And then it hit the fan when I was able to get out of bed. And it was basically just all hands on deck for about three days of just, let's just get everything out that we can get out. Um, And then the boys finished. So I I run DTS Building Materials. We we effectively are buyers for small to medium-sized builders, um, helping them to procure the building materials. So it'd be really interesting to have a chat with you afterwards, Sam. And... uh, yeah, when the first of our distribution partners stopped, I pulled us straight out of the marketplace. I felt like it was the responsible thing to do because we're inherently, as an industry, a little bit kind of blasé to what's going on. And so we'll still work through things. And I thought, if I pull myself out and I stop being a resource, then we have to tackle this illness together. Um, I'm still getting phone calls every day asking if I can get materials. Uh, yeah, so, yeah I, can, I can imagine with all the merchants closing down um, and obviously uh, we, 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 I, I could have had the best month that I've ever had this month if I could get stuff but the responsible side of it with me was like we'll just close I took the two weeks just gone as effectively annual leave I'm not going to go on my holiday in June that's been cancelled so I've spent it with the kids just dicking around in the garden more than anything um, and then this week I've gone back to work as it were as much as I can that being I've just taken on a unit so I'm one of the very fortunate ones where I should qualify for the grant um, because I've just taken on this uh, this thousand square meters or thousand square feet or whatever the measurement is um, for someone well, that sells building <laughs> materials Dan I want you to fucking know the answer to that one <laughs> it's a hundred square meters there we are which is about a thousand square feet um so yeah, we've done that and uh, that was still being built and I allocated most of March to getting us in there as a business. So that paused while I was ill and then we've had a couple of weeks and uh, I've been back and forth from the unit now for the last three or four days as if nothing's changed, just there's no traffic on the road so I can get back and forth in sort of five, ten minutes. I've got a van from a friend of mine that we're filling with stuff from this current empty office. Um and moving from this office to there and slowly setting things up and, and getting things sorted. Nice one. I, I mean, uh, as we sort of come back around, Dan, I'm interested to work out because I obviously know your business and it's very relationship driven. It's how are you communicating to like your existing customer base and then moving forward, how do you build up some prospect list or demand? Mm. So when you do open the gates, uh, you've actually you come out with some strong months, but uh, let's quickly move on uh, to Steve. Steve, how are you doing, mate? Hey, how, how, th- hey, how, th- how are you? I'm good, Matt. How are things impacting you? I guess uh, selfishly on two fronts, I would like to know is one personally for you and the work front. Uh, but secondly, is um, I would go as far as say, I know Mentalk's been around for a while and I love the fact that Sam on the call is representing the Mentalk Polo. Um, but that is, I'm going to consider that a startup. Um, and I think one that's incredibly important to everyone right now, given the nature of the business. Mm. Um, and by the way, I'm going to use the term business because it's easier and it come, it's just what comes out of my mouth when I'm speaking about this. Uh, but if you could talk yeah. about how things are impacting you and then uh, really communicate what you're doing with Mentalk and how you think that's going to help people in the next couple of months, that's, uh, that'd be great, mate. Yeah, no problem. So firstly, yeah, Sam is wearing it and I'm not. So I'm not sure what that's saying. <laughs> I'm wearing a different T-shirt. So anyway, Steve, on a, on a personal level, uh, as you and Harry would know, I closed one of my businesses down about uh, 12 months ago now. But uh, since that, I've been uh, subcontracting and working uh, refitting gyms. Uh, so obviously that's completely gone. So on a personal level, um, yeah, it's been it's been tough for me. But on on a positive to that, that's this uh, this crisis has allowed me to work on Mentalk, which is a year year old, about a week or so ago, um, and. Yeah, so basically we've put everything into into Mentalk over the last probably six, seven weeks, I think, to now that we're going to formalise it as a as a, an official business, um, secured one one sponsor, one partner so far, uh, which will enable us to to take it to the next level. Um, 
so yeah that's exciting so quite positive on that front for us at a time where there's not a lot of positives is there so and and just for the for listeners of the show that uh, might not be aware of what mentalk is because um i think this is an, a great platform for mentalk to get the message out there because i think I had, I had a great opportunity yesterday um there's a charity within the industry called the eic which is the electrical industry charity um and they do some fantastic work they help financially as well as on the mental health uh, for the electrical community um tessa there uh, ceo over there had an interview with her yesterday and right now mental health is probably it needs to be brought to the front of a lot of conversations because like me the reason i'm jumping on these calls and and sort of sharing with you guys and i absolutely love everyone for getting on the mics and sharing your stories as well is this this is support for me really this is my version of getting getting support from my my friends my network um give people an idea of what mentalk is uh in simple terms mentalk is basically a uh, initially a platform for, for men to be able to feel comfortable in in speaking out um, about how they really feel. Uh, it was started by myself and then uh, Lee Woodgate and Stephen Blair, who are both gas engineers. Uh, as you two would know, Steve Blair, big burly guy. Lee Woodgate, maybe not so much, but equally... <laughs> And for the listeners, sorry, sorry to interrupt there, Steve. For the listeners, Lee Woodgate's a guy that fell asleep on yesterday's podcast, which you'll hear at a later that date. That doesn't surprise me. And it was literally just initially just a platform to, to show that, you know, it's actually okay, to be honest, about how you feel. Um, mental health is rife, always has been, has been rife, but perhaps not spoken about. So that's why we decided to uh, maybe show a different side to, to some of maybe the bigger organisations and say, like, look, you know, big guys, big, you know, what people would constitute as big guys and, and all kinds, you know, it's to, to be open and honest about how you really feel. And that's the only way we're going to make a difference. Absolutely love it, mate. Um, yeah, yeah, as you know, got a lot of love for Mentalk and I know you guys have got a podcast, so I advise everyone, uh, go to the podcast store, search for Mentalk, find it, hit subscribe. Uh, they're, they're a great bunch of guys over there. Uh, two out of three of them are anyway. I'll let you work out who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's, let's move on. Amir, how are you, mate? How's things impacting you right now? Uh, hello, Adam. Um, okay. Um, my name first is Amir Abdurrahman. That's, um, my name and uh, I made it short for everyone here in over the UK to be Amir Rahman so it's easy for everyone to say um, first of all uh, my business is called Markezi it's an e-commerce platform uh, it helps uh, homeowners and professionals find choose and use home improvement uh, and construction materials um, my, my business runs in Egypt I run my business in Egypt and this is where uh, my home country is as you all can recognize my, my accent is not really British, but I, I will try my best to be as obvious as I can. So feel free. If you don't understand me, just let me know at any point. I'm, you're I'm already, you're, you got much clearer English than Lee Woodgate anyway, mate. He was, he's, he's absolutely fine. He's, get, he's getting the arse end of every joke today. But carry on, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, mate. So, yeah, uh, our platform, um, um, our business mainly, well, it was um, the family business. We, we run uh, in the construction industry in Egypt for like around 20 years. Uh, we're selling building materials. We're like, we used to be a shop, a brick and mortar shop for many of brands that are selling building materials in Egypt. And when we say building materials, uh, it, like I mean repair materials, waterproofing materials, mainly the chemicals and stuff. Um, since January 2019, I've uh, discussed this with my family uh, that we need to move online now because as online is, is a big thing everywhere. Um, in Egypt, it's not that big uh, as, as yet. Digital, digital is not that mainstream, but it's going and growing. And that's why I wanted to be early in the market. But then uh, by May 29, uh, 2019, we, um, we decided to launch our platform, Markezi, which is an e-commerce e platform. Um, and as I said, it helps homeowners and professionals as well. So it works two sides, B2B and B2C, uh, to help engineers and homeowners find the materials they want and choose it uh, easily by providing several uh, varieties from several companies' from, uh, materials. And uh, as well, providing on the back of this uh, some content in terms of, um, of videos, blog posts, uh, articles about how the materials are used uh, and uh, stuff to make it easy for people to use it. So that's why we, we have these three words, find, choose and use. 
uh, where, where you can use the materials easily as well, not only buy them. And we obviously do the, the old, like when you choose them online or order them online, we're going to deliver them to your uh, site or project or whatever. So um, since the beginning of the year, um, or, or since the, the last of 2019, uh, we, we, me, um, uh, I decided with my family to move to the UK uh, because of, um, I, I used to have, a, um, I'm going to have a child. We, we were using to have a child, a, uh, uh, a newborn. And um, it, it was uh, interesting for me because um, it's, this is a new market and obviously all my experience was in Egypt and in the Gulf market. So I, I didn't know much about the UK market. Uh, so I decided I'm going to look for a job. And it was, it, it was fine in the beginning when I came here in January, February, I was deciding to look for a job and stuff. While I, I handed over my business in Egypt uh, to my brother, which was running, uh, and I stepped down a bit and there was like more of an advisor or something. Uh, but then uh, until March, uh, I, 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 like, I was about to get a job really. And, uh, and uh, I could see that this COVID-19 is causing something huge. But as you said, uh, as everyone I think said, that it was on the other uh, part of the world, it was in China. We didn't know really about it that much. But I, I remember uh, seeing these videos about uh, when uh, they were rushing, down, rushing to, to build hospitals very fast. And it was like, it was very interesting to see these videos. But then, uh, because I'm, I'm following the stock market and stuff, I could see that those financial analysts, uh, analysts were saying that there is going to be an impact. Uh, since, I think, February, they started warning everybody that there is something happening in the stock market worldwide that is going to affect everyone. So be careful, guys, and, and, and stuff like that. And then by, by 20 uh, of, of February, I'd say, the market started going down. And they would go like every day, uh, you have to wake up, people have to wake up, there's something going on here. And by this time, I was being interviewed by a big company here in the UK, uh, that it's a tool company that works in the construction industry. Uh, it, it basically sells tools and anchor bolts and stuff like that. And I could see this coming, but I didn't know when. I didn't know the, the health effect on it. But I knew that there is, there is something going to impact the market sooner or later. So I was rushing, rushing actually to get my interview done very fast. And, and I, I, I was, because I wanted to get an offer, obviously, before this, this happened, because I, I was expecting something to go into happen. Um, then by, by March, by the end of March, I got, I, I got to my last interview. But then once uh, I, I got the last interview, it was like a side visit or something. We went to visit uh, someone. It was like... Um, I think it was the day before Boris came out and said, everyone, you should stay at home now. And then... Uh, I'm, I'm desperately it. hoping right now that you've got the job signed and then <laughs> said lockdown. Please tell me this is the way this story ends. <laughs> no, no, really. They said that it's, it's pending. It's, it's, it's not like I did get the job. No, no, not really. But they said it's pending. We, we're going to like look at things. Uh, we, we'll see. Like They're taking everything... In, in, on stage and, and to see. But uh, that was actually an interesting time because going back to Egypt, like thinking about, I, I was, have now enough time to, to help my team back in Egypt, which was already running the, the business and it was running very good because um, in Egypt, you see, we didn't get affected that much yet and we don't know, are we going to get much affected like Europe uh, or not? But it's, it's not yet that big in Egypt. Um, according to the official numbers, of course. So there is, there is no, like, there is no effect yet. Uh, actually, March, our family business, the brick and mortar shop, it was like the best month for us in terms of sales. Uh, we, we get, like, we grow a lot. Uh, and, that's, uh, that's a really interesting trend that I'm, I'm picking up from a lot of the conversation we've had this week. Is anyone that sort of does e-commerce or anyone that sort of has a transactional product selling business that everyone seems to have a really good month and i'm so interested to see what happens over the next couple of months so uh, i mean are you spending majority of your time right now supporting the business back in egypt uh, what are you doing today because it feels like you might have fallen through the cracks a little bit in the uk in terms of your job 
uh, how are you spending your time today? And then I'll probably open it up to other people to get an understanding. <laughs> Let's just let Dan, whoever's coming into the room, carry on, just kick them out, mate. We're not going to edit this out. We're all good. It's probably your dad. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, so what are you doing spending your time right now? And then what we'll do is we'll open it up to everyone. And I'm really interested to hear like one or two things from everyone around the table. Uh, what are the positive actions that you guys are taking now to come out of this even stronger? Uh, so start with you, Amir. What are you doing? And then, guys, have a quick think um, so we can get into more of the positive things that you guys are doing to build yourself or build your business. All right. So um, um, the first thing that I want to say that I, um, uh, the first thing that came to my mind since since we, we uh, used to have this time now uh, thinking about the business is this, I wanted to focus on the important, not urgent tasks. Uh, I, I wrote this um, post on, on the Facebook group uh, recently about the important, not urgent task and this whole thing about time management. And I remember, I, I remember very well uh, sitting down myself and try to list all the tasks or the activities that are important, but not urgent, that I wanted to do in, uh, when I was in Egypt following my business and I'm starting to do them now. So this included something like creating more content to uh, my customers from homeowners and, and uh, the engineers as well by creating blog posts, now looking at the blog posts and try to um, like produce more content about building construction, the steps, the right steps, to uh, how to use materials and stuff, as well as uh, creating videos with the help of my team back there because they do the videos and they send them to me and I edit them for them and then we publish them. So we, we, we spent more time now doing this, as well as now focusing also on my customer's data, database, which was something that I didn't have time when I, when I was back in Asia because I, I was like busy with the operation every day, sales every day, the marketing every day, but I wasn't really focused on putting the, dat, the customer database in, in, in like order them, look at them closely and see what everyone uh, how how the the um, they purchase materials? How often they do? Uh, what are the kind of materials they they do? So I now got the chance to to make all this you know uh, housekeeping stuff, which I I didn't used to have the time. Also, I now we started calling every like uh, one of our customers, even if they are professionals, because at the end of the day, even if they are professionals, they're still homeowners. So we we still call them and to ask them, how are you, uh, how, how are you feeling now with everything uh, happening uh, all around the world and, and Egypt, of course, how, uh, how this affecting you, how can we help uh, even, and, and we started to, to um, with my business also to start some initiatives um, in, in Egypt to help uh, people who are elderly or vulnerable, who cannot go to supermarkets and stuff. And help them find the things that they want, even if it's not something that we sell ourselves on our platform. But try to help with that as well to to deliver it, uh, for them. So yeah, I would say basically the important, uh, not urgent stuff. Like, yeah, I like. Things. Yeah, I really like that. I, I saw your blog, uh, your your Facebook post in the group. And if anyone is listening to this and isn't a member of that yet, these guys are all part of that community. Head over to Facebook, search the business owners group, and get involved. Uh, 250, 260 amazing people helping each other out right now. But I saw you post in there, uh, Amir, um, and I'm a big fan of that that matrix, um, important urgent matrix. And I'd say if anyone wants to learn more about that, just type in important urgent matrix, and you'll see the premise of what Amir is talking about. And the stuff that's urgent, which is normally the stuff that we all like rush to, uh, but there's also really important stuff for the business that normally takes a little bit more time, and you don't see an initial impact on, and you, it's sort of a more long term play for the business. And it sounds like you spending your time on that. And Amir, you mentioned something which was interesting that Tom Bates, I think on Tuesday's call said, he's just like picking up the phone to all of his customers, not to sell to them, but just to touch base and say like, how are you? Um, so guys, let me, let me open it up to everyone. What, uh, and I guess just stick your hand up if you want to say something, uh, but what are you doing right now to try and uh, either work on yourself or work on your business uh, to make sure that you sort of get through this? Uh, Mr. Marsden's kicking us off uh, and then we'll head over to Mr. Smith. So I've I mentioned a minute ago, I've got a, a wife who's six months pregnant. Um, and uh, sorry, can you guys hear me? It's all gone a bit odd to this end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I've got a wife who's six months pregnant um, and this, this has all kicked off and forced us to then have a real deep dive into our finances and look at what we can get rid of and what can we not because I'm not earning currently. So I've, 
kind of created this order of things I have to do. Number one is is do my outbuilding. We've, we've got an outbuilding that was just full of stuff. So get rid of that because I rent a lockup personally, so I can get rid of the lockup. So it's start off with the outbuilding. Then, okay, Stacey's six months pregnant, so she's struggling to get in and out of the bath. So get that shower fitted. Um, so I, I'm looking at things like that. What's monetary wise is the most important thing for us at the moment. So anything I can do to to shave down money or ensure that when we come out of the back of this, I can really hit hard and claw back those months that I haven't been able to earn for. Then after that is then make the house work a bit easier. We have a, a tiny cottage out in the country. Um, so we need better storage. So I need to do things around the house to to fix that. The whole time I'm doing all of these other little jobs, I'm trying to improve myself as, as much as I can. So I've just finished li listening to Start With Why. Um, Profit First is coming up next. Mentioned the Spanish thing earlier on. I've, I'm looking at a Rosetta Stone or something similar. So I can just walk around with these earbuds in and just try and improve myself while I'm improving the, the physical uh, to make family life and sort of financial life a little bit easier that's sort of how I'm, I'm trying to work things yeah i really like it mate um and i think probably the one of the best things there as well is uh, we all class ourselves as like uh, uh well business owners um but we often forget about our personal finances we always just kind of like think how's the business doing and forget to actually go hold on i've got these six subscriptions that while life has been okay i've just kept them running but all of a sudden i probably need to just tighten my belt a little bit so i think that's a, a absolutely top advice um steve you had your hand up buddy yeah so from a personal point of view this time now has really made me reflect on me as a as a person what i can change so i've like i've really been working on um like courses uh based around really like mental health well-being and stuff like that so and then the other thing that's really allowed me to allow an hour a day is uh i'm desperate to break my 5k time which is 1502 and I really need sub 15 minutes. So, um, yeah, I've been getting out and running a few hills because <laughs> I'm desperate to break it. So from a personal thing, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been at that, uh, from a mental point of view, I guess, uh, building out my team, um, you know, guys that I can, I really want to work with going forward. So that's what I've been up to. Yeah. I like it, mate. I, th I think the running is hugely important. I think, um, sadly, as you guys can see me, Put on a bit of timber in the last few months, guys. So I'm going to use this as an opportunity for me to get my uh, to get my arms back into action. Um, get, I th but I think just from a clarity perspective, the thing I miss about working out is just get, just getting that time to myself just to think. Uh, and me and you, Steve, have spoke about it a lot. I know you're big into your running. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to hearing when you break that uh, 5K record, mate. But I actually weirdly think for you and Mentalk, uh, and I love the fact you've decided to commercialize the business because I think it needs to be run like a business uh, to sort yeah. of make the impact that you need to. Um, I'd probably say net, after everything that's going on in the thick of all this, it's probably creating a world of opportunity for you to go and speak to brands um, yeah. because, because what you guys do is going to be in uh, ridiculously high demand over the next three to six months. Um, there's one looking after your business, but two, uh, there's a lot, 800,000 to 1 million businesses are closing this month. Uh, that was the government stat. That's a lot of people that have been, yeah, a lot of people have been impacted. Uh, Lauren, you put your hand up, mate. Um, yeah, I, uh, when, when it all, it, the, the coronavirus triggered the lockdown and all the fears of the panic buying, um, I had to lay my staff off, uh, temporarily. Um, and I, I found, I found it quite, quite a lot of pressure that I had to make decisions straight away. And, so the last few weeks, I've actually just spent a bit of time at home with my little boy playing in the garden, annoying the neighbours, um, to the point one even knocked on the door saying, can you stop kicking the ball about? <laughs> um, so uh, it, I found a lot of pressure trying to rush to make decisions of what I can do. And and I found it really quite, quite, quite good that I set up a few whiteboards in my sitting room. You can't see them now, but I've got three huge boards and I just write down notes, what's going through my mind, uh, to the point of been in transition from a micro business to a small business of employing staff so I've been working on the business not in the business and since the guys have not been about doing the work I found it really really nice to go to the store and actually start washing mats in myself and cleaning the marquees and it's given me time away from the computer and the emails and the phone calls it's actually helped me start 
working out what I need to do. And, and I think most businesses now who I speak to, they're all forced, they feel pressured to make the decisions. Um, and, and you think, yes, I'm locked in the house now, I should get a bit more time. But I think the mental stress is, is, is it's so much worse than when you're actually flat out working 18 hours a day on your business. So um, I, I, it's taken me a few weeks, but I feel I'm in a position now where I, I'm going for a walk every day. I'm playing with my little boy. I'm getting get involved with his bedtime routine and dinners when normally I'd be, at the, be out and about. So I'm really splitting sort of the day into free personal at the store cleaning and then doing the, the calls and speaking to people. Um, so, uh, but I guess what my point was, it's, we don't have to make decisions right away. You know, it's, it's, we need to take time really, don't we, to, um, to think about things. Yeah, completely, mate. And I think I've covered off on a previous podcast is uh, I had about seven to 10 days of just feeling absolutely paralyzed by just trying to make a perfect plan. But because all the information was changing all the time, um, I, like you say, I was trying to come in and make the right decision for the team that day. I think just taking a more macro view, taking a step back, and then just, like you say, getting some time, getting some clarity, getting some focus. Um, these knee-jerk reactions is when you could, when mistakes are made. Um, so I absolutely mm. love that advice. James, did you stick your hand up, mate, or you're just in your camera? Yes, did you? Um, I thought it was a really good point, but I, I don't want to say Lauren, but I can't remember your real name. Sorry. <laughs> is it Alex? Yeah, it's Alex. <laughs> Stick with Lauren. Lauren, so, yeah, off on with Lauren. <laughs> on um, on Lauren slash Alex's point, I think I think it was a really well made point about um, getting some more hands on approach with the business. Um, well, when the lockdown or just prior to lockdown, we started working um, in isolation. So we had one person in each day of the week going into the warehouse, working alongside the warehouse manager or completely by themselves. Um, when I was going in, I, I was working completely in isolation. So I didn't have the warehouse guy there. So at that point, I was doing everything myself. And, I, you know, even from little things like looking at the labels and thinking, hang about, this label sheet's too big. Why have we got them this size? It didn't fit. Or, you know, why have we not got this over here? Why are things placed here when the, why it should be over there? Like little things you think, God, we could do things so much easier just making life hard for ourselves. So I think it's a great point that um, during this, and especially if you had to furlough staff, taking things back to to yourself and seeing what you did initially to make the business so successful and get growth initially, I think it's a really good way around it. Yeah, I love it. I also love the fact there's a couple of hands up, but just to just to touch on that, like you say, getting brought back down to the level before you built the business up to get your hands dirty again. Um, I think 100%, one of the biggest things that's going to come out of this from a positive note is companies are going to be run way more efficiently in three to six months time, 100%. Uh, Sam, what did you want to say, buddy? I just wanted to echo the point um, that Alex made earlier, but I, I don't know if it came across fully. From a mental health perspective, the absolute importance of just taking a knee try not to be so knee-jerk it can just be so cathartic to just take an hour and just step back from everything and have a real solid think about things rather than having to fire off an answer to every single person and do it all now if it's an hour if it's a day if it's two days it almost doesn't matter um mind body soul in in that kind of order really i mean i lost my soul years ago but get your mind right um, and don't don't just knee jerk into stuff. It it will just be so super important for everybody listening. Yeah, com- uh, completely. Um, Lauren, you put your hand up, mate. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was just going to add uh, one thing that I found is um, I f- I really have forgotten what my business is about because you're you're sort of stuck at the top and you're told work on it, not in it. When you get to a certain size and just being back in it, I, I'm. I, so I started to fall out of love with my business and I think, you know, it's, it's boring. It's, 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 it's rubbish, but getting back involved with the day-to-day task has really, it's really helped, I guess, my mental state. Um, so, and I, I you know, as, as I was saying, it, it's just, it's really, really helped. Yeah. Great, great, um, great point. And I think one thing for me on a personal perspective, take uh, expert trades have been running for nearly seven years now. And um, the way the company was built was, I was in face. Uh, I was in Facebook. I was in Messenger. I was on my phone to our members every single day. I just wouldn't. I, I made a personal commitment to call fifty members a day. Um, I knew that being tradespeople, 
two thirds of them aren't going to answer anyway. So I'd have like 10 or 12 conversations a day with our community. And I did that for years. Um, and I then built the business to the point that, like you say, you got to work on the business, not in the business, uh, had a board and they speak about what the data activities are. And then you get fucking destroyed by the board saying you shouldn't be doing that stuff. You should be doing over there. The most enjoyable thing that's come out the last couple of weeks for me is working on myself because I need to create content for the community to help them. I've become a bit detached from the doing side of stuff. So teach myself new skills and then creating lunch and learns and bits like that for the community. And then just picking the phone up and just randomly saying, here's all of our customers putting your finger on the screen and giving someone a call and saying, how are you? The amount of goodwill and inbound emails we've had saying expert trades as a team, thank you for everything that you're doing. It's really, to use your words, made me fall back in love with what we do as a business and reminded me of the people that we serve. So for me, uh, 20% of our revenue comes from trade, 80% comes from customers. But without our trade community, we don't have a business. Uh, and I think when, when, you, when you look at your management accounts and your cash flow and you see where all the revenue comes from, it can often be distracting. Uh, you kind of go, actually, uh, that's my customer, that's my customer, but they're not. Uh, they're a byproduct of having a community. So it's really brought me back in line with the community, which I've absolutely fallen in love with again. And it's 100% going to change my role. After we get out of this, I know that like the day-to-day operational side of this business, I need someone, I need someone to come and do that for me uh, because I find it fucking boring. Like It's not me. Uh, put me on a phone with our community and let me create content all day that really fires me up and that's why I'm so energized uh, for the last couple of weeks. Um, guys, before we wrap up, I'm very mindful of time. Um, and if you have any final comments, stick your hand up. For all the listeners of this show right now, what do you want them to hear before we close the show off? Uh, and I'll give you everyone a quick second to think. I'm definitely going to be putting it on Dan because Dan's just been sitting there drinking Budweiser, I think, for, <laughs> uh, for the last 45 minutes. Dan, for someone that has been um, through the thick of it in a new business growing right now, mentally work-wise, what do you want people to hear when they listen to this show? Uh, how can you help people? Ultimately for me, I've just, I've said it every single day. We're all in this together. There's not a single person in this country that isn't feeling like they're completely fucked at the moment. Um, I was very, very lucky, I suppose, because I got ill right at the start. And so I had to take my foot off the gas before my foot came off the gas anyway. Um, and for the last month or so, I've, I've been in and out of the business because I've been doing all the building work myself. So I, I've been very, very fortunate that my head's kind of been in a sort of a winding back before we sort of really foot, put our foot on the accelerator and, and go for it. The business will change inevitably because as a, as a business, we, we can't go months without revenue. So there may be some unfortunate decisions that I have to make over the course of the next few months, but ultimately speaking, I'll make them decisions when I have to. All the staff that I've got have been spoken to individually. They've all had the same email. They've all been put on furlough because, as Adam will be aware, if there's anyone offering me anything that's potentially free, I'll have it. Um, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's really just we're all in it together. We will get through it together. And we'll all come out of it at the same time. And, you know, everyone's going to want to go to the pub. Everyone's going to want to go to the restaurants. People are still going to continue to build and renovate their houses. And, you know, I, I just kind of live in with the fact that it can't completely get 2008 all over again. Because yeah. we're all stronger as people. And, and it's different. It's a different kind of financial crisis because people aren't having their money taken away from them. It's not a crash in, in the same sense. It's paused. Yeah, I think there's a 100% a different tone to what happened from 2008. That was financial people have fucked us. Now this is, we are all in this together. And I think that's one thing that keeps me sane at night is it's not as if, ah, shit, Expert Trades has lost 60% of its revenue. Um, we're struggling. It's every single business owner right now is struggling, uh, which creates transparency. And it also creates like a community of, if I can help your business, regardless whether it's transactional or just I'll do you a favor, there seems to be this community uh, element to what's going on right now. It's kind of weirdly brought Absolutely. people together. And I 100% believe that the relationships you build now pay it forward and look after people. They're the ones that are going to pay dividends in the future. Mm -hmm. um, like pay it forward now. If you can weather the storm, do what you can. But to your point, we are on this together. It's not as if we are. I know we're isolated, but the country is fighting this together. Uh, and that keeps me a little bit sane at night. Sam, you stuck your hand up, mate. Yeah, it, it, it's an echoing 
point again i suffer from anxiety quite a bit um and with this when it all first happened i had this huge wave of oh my god what could i have done better before this happened and it took my wife reminding me again it's it's everyone it's absolutely everyone it's not just me um so it's just to echo that point it is everybody going through the same stuff so there is no what if i had done this six months ago what if i would put more away um it, it just is what it is we can't worry about it too much and um, we have to just kind of ride ride the wave as much as we can and and see what happens off the back of it that's yeah. it yeah I like it mate i think people have got to remember like uh this is a get the game we all play is the game of business um we have to keep life in perspective uh the fact that i can see your wife in the background uh like you've got so many amazing things going on in your world right now with the baby on the way um just keep it in perspective um alex i went with the real name at the end of it as we draw it to a close there you go mate um, uh, <laughs> you got your, you got your hand up buddy um i I suppose there's so many ups and downs in business and um, you feel really alone and, isolate, alone and isolated. And um, I started a business with the support of the Prince's Trust and um, I had access to a mentor, a specialist mentor. And I still speak to him seven years later. Um, and whenever I have a, um, a, a bit of a, 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 a dip in positive um, uh, sort of mental attitude um, or something's going wrong or something you know booking's gone tits up he always tends to say to me um, you know you start Alex you started this business from nothing there was nothing there there was no money you borrowed a little bit of money and you got there and I suppose what what I would say to my friends in the industry and you guys and anyone who runs a business is that it's so true isn't it you know we we built what we've got from nothing you know, even if we did have a bit of backing, a bit of funding, we still had to take that idea from from the idea to to, to execute it. And um, and and, and it, whenever I speak to my mentor Roger, it always picks me up with that. And um, and and I know from your previous shows that you've had show you've done shows where you've been a few about a month ago you were in a bit of a mood if i remember rightly and then um that was my favorite show i actually recommended it to someone um and um you were in a foul mood and i've been there so many times and it's amazing what people can do like harry next to you just brings you back up and then your mentors and your business coaches so that would be my advice to speak to your friends speak to your network get a business coach get mentors and even go and see a shrink you know it could make you feel better so um that's what I, would be my advice yeah, uh, like him. I I love the fact that was your favourite show. Uh, I just remember Harry like saying, "We're putting the mics on." I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck it!" I don't go off on one. Uh, but that's that's some, that's some awesome feedback. Uh, I think uh, just head over to to James first, then we're gonna head over to Steve, uh, and then we're gonna wrap up with yourself, Amir. Uh, James, you had your hand up, buddy. Yeah, I think it's as the thing as well. Where everyone's saying really good points about everyone's going through it, and you know, the world's very strange at the moment. There's also when we do get through it, it's going to be such great opportunity. Um, most of us here are, are small or smaller sized businesses. We're going to be the ones changing the world. We're the ones who are going to be pushing on. And it's going to be such great opportunity for us. Um, I think it's really got to hold on through this unsteady period and just wait for the other side. And it's going to be absolutely fantastic. And I think at the moment as well, when, when things are bad, there's still opportunity. Um, one of my competitors uh, unfortunately for them that has gone into administration I'm, I'm trying to find the, who the administrators and try and find you know buy their assets it's I'm on it I'm, you know we've got to look out for that opportunity it's important and even though things are things are low at the moment as I said when we come through the other side it's for companies like us it's going to be fantastic yeah I, I love that mate and the, the sort of the way that I picture this is like uh, going through a tunnel like it was all bright and sunshine on one side. We've gone into the tunnel. There is another end to it. The, like there is an exit. We are going to come out of it. We will start to see the light soon. Um, and to echo the point uh, that Alex made, being respectful here by using his proper name, uh, to echo the point Alex made, the fact that we have built something from nothing. Um, the truth of the matter is, is we're all doers. Like we know how to do this. Like the fact that we've hit a crisis now, just cause it's got a label, it's got the word pandemic and it's got the word Corona next to it. We've been fucking fighting fires for years. Like that's just the nature of being a business owner. Like we're used to like the taste of blood in our mouth and getting punched by the market and people saying no, like this is what we do. Uh, and this is just, this is no different. It's just got a different name to it. Um, Steve, what did you want to say, buddy? I think now is a time more than ever that we can reconnect with family 
because obviously as businesses we're out a lot of the time so yeah family friends and i think now is so important that anything that you're you're thinking you're you're not alone talk to your friends talk to your partner and i think now more than ever that is so important going forward and i think we've got a perfect opportunity to be able to do that yeah i love that mate uh the the fact that we are in physical isolation you need to lean into relationships we've all got tech there's Quick maths, Adam. Seven people, eight including this double, <laughs> this duo with me and Harry on here. There's like eight people on this call right now. We're connecting, and we have never spent this much time together. This this community to what we've done this week. Like this is what people need to be doing. I was on a phone with that Tessa yesterday from the EIC, uh, and she said every Friday she puts up a Zoom on a phone and she's having dinner with a family and she just props it up. Yeah, they're not looking at the screen, but they can hear the banter. People are talking, and it's as if they're having a group family meal. Uh, there's loads of opportunities to do this. Harry, can you just swing this back over to Zoom? My kid has just learned how to FaceTime and keeps mm-hmm. calling me. Um, but on this note, Amir, leave him with yourself. Okay. Um, I, I know that everyone now is, is desperate for life to go back to normal. And I know that this is all what we're thinking about when things are going to go get back to normal. But I think... Now I'm starting to, to think, uh, uh, when things go back to normal, are we going to do the same things that we were used to do before this pandemic? And this is interesting for me now, and the reason why is because I, I find what's happening now in the environment and all around us is, is kind of like the, the, this universe or this planet is sending us some signals here. Because... Since the start of this pandemic, you know, the factories have gone down and everything slowed down. Skies are clearer. The, the environment looks like cleaner. And even the weather in the UK is, is good for, for, for some since this pandemic started. So it's actually something very interesting now happening in, in uh, all around us, uh, sending us signals that uh, maybe there are things that we are not really doing um, the right way. And we should really think about the environment more and about the, um, how we can use things like solar energy and things like clean energy and stuff to, to run our factories and to run our cars, for example, and stuff like that. Things like that, we should, we should I think this time is very important to all of us and especially the small businesses, as James said, because this is a very good chance for small businesses to, to strive. I see now local supermarkets in the area where I live in, which is not a city, it's, it's like a village, now are, are going to delivery options, which they, use, they didn't use to do before. So that's very interesting to see how now small businesses can support their community at these times um, and how we all can make difference. Uh, as well as what Steve said about family and how, how we should spend more time with family. Now I think because we're locked down, we think, oh, when, when this time will come back and I will go visit my grandma or my parents again because it's hard now not seeing them. We, we don't really think that much about that when we are busy at work, busy about our daily stuff. But now I think this is the time we should think about these things um, to do more and, and care more and value more. These are the things that um, I want to say to people. We, we're going to come through this, of course. But when we come back, shouldn't we... Should we do the same things that we used to do before or start to do things in a different way? Yeah, really like that, mate. Real strong message. Um, I think it kind of comes back to, and I probably, I think I used this analogy on a, on a podcast previously, but it's like, you know when you're driving down the motorway and then a police car behind you, the blue lights come on and then you're doing 90 and a 70 and then you slow down and the car passes you because they're not after you. And then for the next like 10 miles, you'd be like, okay, 10 and two, drive 70 miles an hour. But then time passes, and then within 10 miles, you're back up to 90 miles an hour. Uh, I, think, I think right now is the things that we change in our lives, that we're having like a forced reflection period right now where we're thinking, cool, Lauren's spending time with his, his kid more often. Uh, like we're all spending time with loved ones and valuing and cherishing that time more. And the environment might look different. But I probably just think it's probably just a perception thing for us because we probably appreciate it a little bit more. We sort of took for granted we could walk around the park at the back of my house and kick the ball and be around other kids. Now we can't. And I think there's a, a set, level, set level of self-reflection going on right now uh, that I just, like you say, I mean, I think is a great point. Can we hold on to this 
And my preference is we don't really go back to normal. Uh, I, th- I would like to go back to better. Uh, businesses are being forced to innovate. We're being forced to think clearer. Uh, we're starting to value things that we probably should have valued anyway, but this has forced us to really think about it. Uh, I don't want to go back to normal, guys. I generally want to go back to better. Um, and I think we all can. Um, Harry, as we wrap up, I always like to get your wisdom. Well, you've already took my notes, mate, to be honest with you. Uh, but Sam, actually, uh, if you wanted to learn another language, there's an app called Duolingo. Um, I'm not sure how useful it would be for you if you have been fluent before, but <laughs> I tried using it to learn Japanese, but that didn't work out too well. Um, <laughs> I'll give it a look. So uh, I just used Google Translate when I went there in the end. Um, but yeah, what the sort of the note I had was just like, as everyone's been saying today and over the past few days, people have been using this opportunity to review things like cash flow and whether where they're spending things um just numbers and things like that um using time to just reflect on the business and and plan more uh hopefully when all this blows over we'll all actually commit more time to using that opportunity to reflect on the business and and plan things ahead of time um i don't know whether it's like weekly or monthly but just dedicating more time to look at what's going on as opposed to just grinding through it 100%. It's put a spotlight on just mm-hmm. knowing where you are on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. Um, guys, I think there's been absolute gems dropped on the show. And I just want to say a huge, huge thank you uh, to everyone for their time today. Um, to everyone that's listening right now, uh, it's been said numerous times on this show. Uh, we are going to get through this, think this like a tunnel. And I just want to reemphasize the point I just made because I haven't really voiced it before. Uh, but if you listen to this, whether you run your own business, uh, whether you previously run your own business, you are an entrepreneur at heart and we are used to fighting fires. We're going to get through this. We're going to have bigger, better, stronger brands, but let's, let's aim for better. Let's not aim for normal. Stay safe, stay well. Do not forget we're in this together and we'll all get together soon. Bye-bye.